Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. We are excited. We have people from all around the country, and I think we're going to have some of our our UK and Canadians, our Canucks coming in. I'm not sure about uh, the rest of the world, but the most perfect people are on the call, and I am so excited for tonight for the Power Hour. If you've never joined me before, welcome. If you have, welcome. And as we do everything here, I'd love to have it so that we can be experiential tonight, and uh, we will go through a lot of things, And because we're going to be talking about, I now allow others to love and support me. Tonight is all about self-worth, and I don't know about you, but I could do a daily dose of self-worth <laughs> for sure, so that I can get clarity around really how worthy I am and how worthy you are and what do you do with that information and how do you allow others to love and support you and when have you done that and when have you not and I'm just really really thankful for everybody on the call and thank you for taking the time out and if you've never done this before just know that uh, what we'd love to have you do is get always a pen and pencil out or a paper uh, and we will you'll probably take some notes but also we do a little bit of experiential work that I do on the phone what that means is uh, it's not about just me yakking I want you to discover some things about you and find out some really maybe some things you didn't know about yourself or maybe you did but really just becoming more and more aware and that's what we do what I've been doing this for 37 years with Essence of Being and now launching our Conscious Leadership Academy this year has been really um, enlightening for me and uh, really opening up to the possibilities so I love the experience, and I want you to be able to discover maybe what's blocking you from becoming the most self-worth person in the world. You know, what is it that's – maybe you have been – maybe you are. Maybe you already feel that. Maybe you do allow others to love and support you. Maybe you don't. There are certain things that come up for – for you perhaps there's different kinds of patterns and triggers and those and signals okay so i just want to say welcome and i want to keep the lines open if we have a lot of background noise uh just hit star six if you've got a lot of background noise that will mute you and when it's time to talk because i will ask you to communicate because that's what we do uh you can hit star six again and that will bring you back in okay so i'll keep the lines open unless there's just a ton of background noise Okay, so uh, hopefully that kind of explains uh, what we're going to be doing together. So <laughs> there's always somebody calling me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, what we're going to do together is I'm going to give you a little bit of information, and then we're going to kind of go dig around in that subconscious mind and kind of go dig around and do some some stream of consciousness writing so that you can maybe explore and have some things come out that might you might already be aware of and you might not. And then I'm going to give you tools, okay? And at the very end, I certainly am going to share with you how you can get more of what we are uh, experiencing tonight because this is just a little taste. But for those of you who are new, welcome. Hopefully you'll come back. I do this every the third Wednesday of every month. I've been doing it like this for five years now. Um, the third Wednesday of every month, and we have different topics. But tonight I really wanted to talk about self-worth and how to allow other people to love and support us. So 
how do we do that? And sometimes maybe we're open to it, sometimes maybe we're not. So the question I have for you is, what are you worth? Are you enough? Are you your bank account? Do you feel like your worthiness is your bank account or your worthiness is your credit report? Or maybe your worthiness is your assets. You know, how many assets do you have? Many people align their own self-worth with the outside. Okay, how much money do I have with my credit report, with the assets? Okay, especially in the U.S. and the European countries. Okay, and I teach in Africa and Asia and all South America and a lot of different places. And I will say that their self-worth is caught up in other things. Okay, but uh, but for many of us here in the West, there we really do get caught up with you know what do I have in my bank account, and that's that's how worthy I am. And are you enough? Do you ever ask yourself what is enough? Do I have enough stuff? Do I have enough friends? Do I have enough love? Am I enough? And how do I share that? Or how do I discover that? Or how do I demonstrate that? Or how do I believe that? So I want to give you perhaps a new definition for many of you who have done Essence of Being and all the other workshops and programs that we have. Hopefully you'll remember this part about what your net worth is. So net worth to a lot of uh, accountants and bankers is, you know, it basically it's your assets minus your liabilities, and that's your net worth. Well, in this context, I want to give you a new definition, that your net worth is your net work. Your net work. How do you value yourself, and how do others value you? Okay, so if you have a very strong network, meaning that you value yourself and others value you by your deeds, okay, or you're, maybe you value yourself with your own thoughts, or maybe you do value your network because you you give and receive in your network. And what I mean by that is your resources. We are very wealthy, and we are worth a lot. Because if you have family and friends, companionship, health, love, yes, cash, absolutely, contribution, integrity, and purpose, I would say that all of that builds your network. So the more resources you have in all of that, the more resources you have with your friends or companionships or your people at work or anybody in your orbit, okay, if you value yourself and they value you, that's a pretty big network, you know, and because of social media and because of uh, being able to leverage a lot differently than we used to. Back in the day when I was a young whippersnapper, I mean, all we had was a phone, you know. And we had to kind of, I don't know, show up and be uh, uh, seen one-on-one and connected, you know, with a human being. So now a lot of our connections are with a screen or even this phone. But at least we get the tone. And I always say, pick up the phone and get the tone at least, you know, because people text and email and Facebook and it's it's all one-sided. There's not a lot of, um, there's a lot of misinterpretation there. 
So how do you value yourself? So if you have background noise, please uh, hit star six so that will mute you, please. Okay? Many people argue for their limitations. Ask yourself, do I argue for my limits? Do you justify why you can't get to the next level, whatever that is for you? You say, well, I would if I, well, I could have if I, or I should have if I. So all of those are justifications, right, that we we put in our head and our subconscious about, you know what, we would be in a better position now if only we had, okay? So those are justifications, and we argue for our limits, And if you want to feel worthy and allow others to really connect with you and love and support you and what that means, you have to be willing to really allow yourself to be vulnerable. So I'm going to, if you have background noise, I'm going to ask you one more time if you'd hit star six or I'm going to have to mute everybody. Hit star six because I hear a lot of background noise, okay? So I would suggest that we argue for the alignment, for our own alignment of being congruent with our soul and our reality. What that means is sometimes you do what you say, you say what you do, sometimes you don't, right? You show up, a lot of, it's it's incongruent. What you're thinking and what you're doing might be two different things. What you think is the highest good for you and your soul and the reality of other people and yourself might be, it might be different. You're not congruent with your thoughts and your actions. So argue for that alignment. If you want to argue for something, don't argue for your limitations. Say, you know what? I take no for an answer. I'm not, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I choose to stand in my power and know I am worthy and I deserve to be loved. And I deserve to allow others to love me and support me. Support doesn't mean weak. For many people, we were raised with that. We were raised that if we have people supporting us, that, you know, there's either strings attached or we're weak or we can't do it ourselves. Or there's some kind of price to pay if we allow others to support us or love us. And that, my friends, are all comes from that subconscious or unconscious belief, belief system that we grew up with, perhaps. I call that our bubble talk. Those of you who know me, bubble talk is that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want. It's like a little cartoon character with a bubble above your head. And those are the thoughts that run us. Even though we say to ourselves, sure, I want to have love in my life. Sure, I'm worthy. But our reality and our results could be proving otherwise. And that is because we are misaligned. We're not aligned with what our conscious thoughts are and what our subconscious thoughts are. So for now, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and do a stream of consciousness writing What that means is uh, I'm going to write. I want you just to write down the first things that come up. Don't think about it. Don't edit it. Don't try to figure it out. Just the first things out of your head. I want you to write down. If you're driving, please don't write. You can just kind of think about it, okay? But, uh, by the way, everybody's going to get a copy of this uh, recording who registered. So you'll get a recording of all of this so you can go back and listen to it again. So 
I'm going to say a sentence, and I just want you to write down the first thing, the first thing that you think of. So it'll it'll sound like this. I now allow others to love and support me. Now your response might be, "No, I don't." Write it again. I now allow others to love and support me. Well, what do they want? So, in other words, I want you to write that down five times. I now allow others to love and support me. And then write down the very first things that come out of your mouth or out of your head, whatever response it is. It might be negative, positive, doesn't matter. Don't try to edit it. Okay? So just take a few minutes and write down, I now allow others to love and support me. And then write down your first responses. Do that five times. I'll give you a minute or so to just jot those down. Just go ahead and finish up on the one you're on. I now allow others to love and support me. Okay. So whatever you wrote down, just kind of look at it. Don't judge it. If you didn't do all five, that's okay. And most of the time during these power hours, I always ask for people to share. Um, if there's anything that you want to share, what you wrote down, because we all learn from each other. So every time you share something, uh, we talk about that. And uh, more than likely, there's other people that have said the same thing or are thinking the same thing. So does anybody want to share what they wrote down? Especially if you're an EOB graduate. Come on now. And you can hit star I can, six. I can share. Okay, great. This is Julie. Hey, Julie. <laughs> Hi. Um, so I wrote down, um, what will they want from me in return? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't trust that I won't get hurt or let down. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if they don't do things the way that I want? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. So I imagine that a lot of us have written that down before. What do they want? That's very common. It's like if I allow other people to love and support me, what are they going to want in return? What strings are attached? Can I trust that I won't get hurt? if I really allow them to love and support me. Because ask yourself, have, have you ever been betrayed, Julie? Um, well, I've been let down quite a bit. 
Okay. So you've been let down a lot, okay, or quite a bit. So many people have. So when you keep getting let down and keep getting let down, it's like, you know what? Sometimes we just say, forget it. I'm just going to do it on my own. I don't need anybody else. Why should I let somebody love and support me? Let me just, I'm safer that way. I'm safer that way, and, of course, I may may not get hurt. However, I'm really hurting because I'm by myself and separate. For some of you, you might think it's a lonely place to be. It might feel safe, but for some of us, you might feel like it's lonely. Would you? Yes. So the question is, what do they want? That is a great question because for many of us, there are strings attached. If I let them come close to me and I become intimate, which is into me see, or I allow my, quote, guard down, okay, and let them in my space and see me for who I am because maybe way deep down inside, I feel like I'm not enough or they're going to find out something about me and they're going to either A, hurt me or find out that, I'm not worthy. And this is all subconscious. This is not something you walk around, Julie, saying this to yourself every day, right? Yeah, right. I would say I feel worthy in a yeah, lot of other of course. ways. Of yeah. course. So this isn't something that you just kind of like hold on your chest, right? However, when you really allow yourself to, to go there, there's, there's patterns here. So you've been let down. What am I going to have to give back And what do they want? Because, again, surely people are not going to support me and love me just because they want something. Or there's got to be a quid quid pro quo. (laughs) That seems to be in the (laughs) vernacular these days. But, yeah, they're going to want something, and there have been strings attached. So what if I say, what if I say to you and everybody on the call, And on the recording, what if I say you don't have to do anything in order to deserve love? What if I say if you allow others to love and support you, you don't owe them anything? What if... See, I think there's a difference between the love part for me and the support. Okay, what's the difference? Because I feel I receive a lot of love. I give a lot of love, and I feel like I receive a lot of love. Mm-hmm. What I don't receive is a lot of support. Okay. And what's and the difference to you? Well, I hear people, like, between family and friends, people constantly um, tell me they love me or they will reach out all the time and kind of show me their love in other ways. But when it comes to actually um, supporting me in terms of giving, like, maybe giving me of their time to help me do something like that's valuable to me. That's what I find. Okay. And that goes right back to what if they don't do what I need them to do or want them to do. So you have a, you have an attachment and many people do. You have an attachment to what support looks like and that's okay. But the issue is when they come back to you and support you and it's not the way you want it to be and it's not exactly the support you're asking for, then it doesn't feel like support. Is that true? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing about that. What if you let go of the attachment? What if the support looks like, because you asked, what does it look like? How about if it looks like love? How about if letting go of the attachment of what the support looks like, 
that you don't have, you don't control it. In other words, letting go of the control and surrendering to allowing. Trust and allow and don't ask how. That's why I use the word allow. I now allow others to love and support me. Maybe I'm not clear with them about how I want to be supported. Okay, maybe I'm not clear with them. Maybe what they feel is support is different than what I feel is support. Maybe I have not communicated clearly what that is. And maybe if I just allowed people to support me the way that they feel is supportive, that can prime the pump. In other words, if you're looking, what do, you, do you know what I mean by prime the pump? So you're just priming that pump. You're, uh, it's an old pump where you're trying to prime and get the water out. You have to kind of work it a lot before the water comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes, sometimes we, if we choose just to allow and let it come to us, it gets easier and easier and easier. But if we keep putting up our hand and say, no, it's not that way. Nope, you're not doing it the right way. Nope, you've got to do it this way. No, it's got to be that way. Okay, we are putting. We are again arguing for our limit. That's a limitation. Now, it could be a boundary. You could be very clear about how you would like support. Okay, but there might be something deep down inside that you are not allowing because of the worth part of it. What if people just supported you because you deserve it? And it didn't really matter how they gave you the support. Now, you might be talking about financial support or uh, friend support or emotional support or spiritual support or, or physical support. Mm-hmm. Right? But support yep. is support is support. Like love is love is love. And so for many of us, we feel like that we have that. Uh, you know, we, they have to prove themselves worthy enough to, to love us and support us. Prove that you're not going to hurt me. Prove you're going to do it the right way. Up, oh, did it the wrong way. Next. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt that way? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you get what I'm saying. So there's, there, okay. So there's a subconscious belief in there that it's got to be a certain way and the worthiness part i think is really um it's really a powerful um i mean that's one of the core negative beliefs that people can have is i'm unworthy meaning that hey you know what i deserve to have support however it comes and the more i allow the support to come the more it comes and the more i don't judge it the more i allow it the easier it comes to me. But the minute you start judging it and say, nope, not that way. Okay, but again, for many of us, it's a communication thing about you have to get really clear about what support is to you and then communicate what that is to whomever that you're asking for support. So here's the thing I'm going to thank you, Julie, for that. Does that help? Yes, that helps a lot. Okay, Thank good. You. So the the thing about this is giving and receiving, and this is a big part of it. So when we give support and we give love, uh, many of us do that. 
right? And so a lot of us will expect it back. So a lot of times we do that. We give love and we give support to other people expecting it to come back. And when it doesn't, we get disappointed. And if it doesn't, we feel let down. But see, here's how it works. Giving and receiving is the same energy. The more I receive, the more I give. The more I give, the more I receive. Meaning that when you give somebody a gift and they go, thank you, oh my God, it's the best thing since sliced bread, it makes you feel good. So they just gave you a gift because they received it. Now think about if somebody's trying to give you love and support and you go, no, that's not the right way. So what you're doing is you're blocking receiving. You're blocking it. So whether you block it giving or whether you block it receiving, you're blocking it. And so it's just like a baby. You know, when we were babies, you're holding a baby and you're going, you're so cute, you're so cute, you're such a cute little boy, little girl. And that baby just looks at you and smiles and all wide-eyed and it makes you feel good. Because guess what? They're receiving it. They get it. They're absolutely 100% receiving your love and support. And guess what? They're giving it right back to you because they're receiving it. So by them receiving it, they're giving it right back to you, which is giving. That's what I mean. The more I receive, the more I give. And the more I give, the more I receive. So the baby doesn't look back at you and say, no, you've got to prove to me first, earn it. Now let let me or let me um, let me prove to you. Let me just. Uh, what do you want? What do you want? The baby doesn't do that. It just receives. So guess what? We were all babies at one time. Pretty sure. So that innocence, that feeling of worthiness, is inside of us. It never went anywhere. It just got hidden, and we forget. So what I want you to do now is I want you to do another part of this, which is stream of consciousness writing. So I'm going to say a sentence, and you just finish the sentence. Ready? I am worthy of... And then finish the sentence. And then finish up on what you wrote down. And then another sentence, I want you to write this. I am not worthy of, first thing that comes out, I'm not worthy of, don't think about it too long. And the last one is, I am successful when, I am successful when, what? Okay, so finish up on what you wrote down and 
And who would like to share? I am worthy of, I'm not worthy of, I am successful when. And we can all learn from you. Birds, this is Frida. Hey, Frida. Hi. I was a little surprised by that. Yes. What'd you come up with? Well, uh, I'm worthy of love. I'm not worthy of support. And when it comes down to I'm successful when, it came up when I'm on my own. Ooh. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I love that. I'm worthy of love. Okay, that was pretty mm-hmm. easy. And just like Julie... I'm not worthy of support. Mm-hmm. There's a difference for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm successful when I'm on my own. So mm-hmm. support could be equaling I'm not successful. Because mm-hmm. if I'm supported, that means I'm having to depend on somebody. Or, mm-hmm. um Again, if they're not doing what I need them to do or whatever, if they're not supporting Mm -hmm. me, then I can't be successful. Or it's weak. You know, I have to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And for many of us, that's that's a very deep subconscious belief system. I have to do it on my own. It's safer that way. And if I do it on my own, that means I earned it. For some people, I have to earn it. I can't just have it. I just don't deserve it just because I exist. I have to work for it. Yeah, that's right. I have to work for it, yes. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I work for it, then I'm successful. And if I allow support, that means I'm not really working for it and I'm not successful and I'm not being... Um, I'm weak. I have to work mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, that's very powerful. So my question would be, are those your belief systems or are those somebody else's belief systems? Uh, I have the thought they're really my mother's. Okay. Because you saw that demonstrated or you got the evidence that that was true for her? Yes. Okay, and so what you did is you took on your mom's belief systems because that was your role model. You know, that's what you knew. Mm-hmm. And so you got to see a female in your family, and as a young child, of course, all of us, I don't know if all of you know, but most of our beliefs are formed by the age seven. So if you're a parent, you you already screwed up your kids, so don't worry, Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. There's, it's never too late, all right? So there's no, nothing, there's no, <laughs> there's no accident. Some of you don't know me, so I have a little warped sense of humor, okay? But my point is, it's never too late to shift anything. And if we take on our parents' beliefs, for instance, I've got to work hard to be successful and I've got to do it on my own. And if I trust other people then they could let me down or I have to earn it or whatever that belief system is, you took that on. 
And the truth for me is you can shift that and say, you know what, that was my mom's. I'm giving that back to her. I do not have to honor her or be like her or to hold that belief system anymore because beliefs are eternal until they are rebelieved. Our thoughts are eternal until they are rethought. So a belief system from our subconscious, you can start shifting that. I am worthy of support. The more supported I am, the more successful I am. Ooh. I bet that doesn't roll off your tongue very well. <laughs> That's powerful. But I, but I personally, I would be putting that on my bathroom mirror. The more, the more supportive I am, the more I'm supported, the more successful I am. Which is totally contradictory to your belief now. So this is called reframing, right? So we're going to reframe frame that belief, even if you don't believe it yet, and even, even if you can't see the evidence that it's shifted. That is what you can start your day with every morning. The more I'm supported, the more successful I am. The more I allow su- support, the more I allow success in my life. Perfect. I'll do that. Thank you. That is excellent. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes, excellent. So here's what happens, everybody. We let our subconscious beliefs from our family, from our religion, from our television, from our parents, from our grandparents, from our sisters, from our brothers, from our culture, from our schools, we let all these beliefs, we start taking them on and thinking they're ours. Because that's what we know and that's what we've been taught and that's what we had the evidence of. And then we start looking for the evidence of our life. We start looking for evidence that that's all true. See, it's true. And I call that crabbing. So what happens is, let's say that you have this, you have this revelation, and you have this new thought, and you start to you choose to think differently and to start believing differently about yourself. And you start trying to crawl out of that crab pot, and then all the little crabs try to pull you back down. And so I hear background noise. So whoever's TV's on or whatever's going on back there, please hit star six, okay? So those little crabs that pull you back down, those could be people saying, no, don't leave, don't think differently. That, I don't I, I don't know how to respond to you that you've shifted or changed. No, come back to the way it was. And many of us get pulled back down because we don't want to be alone. Or those crabs that are pulling us down are saying, hey, take me with you. Take me with you, take me with you, and it weighs you down so much that you fall back down. The best way in my opinion, to get out of that crab, to get out of the belief systems that have maybe do not serve us any longer, is you do it for yourself. Know that you are adding value. Know that you're making a difference in the world and you're choosing differently and you start demonstrating that to everybody. You don't have to do anything. You just start different. You shift your thoughts, and when you shift your beliefs and your thoughts around you, everything on the outside starts shifting, and you are vibrating differently because every sentient being has a vibration. 
So you start vibrating differently, and people respond to you differently, going, what would you do? Cut your hair? What's, you're different. What's, why are you smiling? And then by that happening more and more and more, then they want to jump on board too, and they can't respond to you the same way they used to. It's like putting the mask on yourself first in the airplane. Put on that air mask first. Take care of yourself first. Then you can demonstrate to others. Because you are important. You do matter. You don't have to say or do anything in order to be worthy. But many of us grow up thinking we've got to prove ourselves worthy in order to get love or support or whatever we want. We have to prove it. We have to work hard for it. Because we saw our parents do that, or we saw, you know, whatever our influence was. And I'm here to tell you, you have choices. You deserve to allow love and support in your life just simply because you exist. And this may be a totally foreign thought for some of you because you feel like I've got to do something in order to earn it. But again, think about that baby. What's that baby do? It just smiles and takes it in. It doesn't do anything. It just is a receiver. And that part of us, that worthiness part of us, is still there. We just have to uncover it and remember it. And when we look in the mirror, this is a great tool to use, okay, to look in the mirror every morning and say, you are worthy and you deserve to allow love and support in your life. Because let me tell you something. When you do not allow support or do not allow love, you are basically telling the world, uh, it's it's kind of a selfish act, really. Selfish in the way of saying, I'm not going to give to you. Because remember, if somebody gives you something and you receive it, it's a gift to them. So if you block that receiving and you don't allow us to love or support you, You've blocked our gift. you blocked our gift. So when you look in the mirror every morning, you are worthy. And then you change it to, I am worthy of love and support. So say it ten times in the mirror. You are worthy to yourself when you're looking in the mirror. And take a breath in between each time. You are worthy of love and support. Okay? Take a breath. Breathe it in. Say it again. And then you change it to I. I am worthy of love and support. And breathe it in. And here's the thing. If you start your day like that, I want you to pay attention and notice. Just kind of pay attention and notice how things might shift for you during the day. Go, oh, that person just got me a cup of coffee. They never do that. I don't even have to ask. I feel really supported. 
oh, that person just uh, gave me some cash. Wow, I feel really supported. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, that person gave me a kiss. They never do that. Really? Okay, there's stuff really? going on in the background. I'm going to have to mute you guys, wow. so please stop with the mute, uh, either hit star six or I'm going to have to mute you, okay? Because I hear people talking in the background. One, two, three, four, five. Here you go. Okay, I just muted you. So um, if you want to talk, and I I encourage you all to do that, uh, all you have to do is hit star six, and that will unmute you, okay? So I just muted everybody. So if you want to say anything in order for me to hear you, you have to hit star six now, okay? Because here's the thing, everybody. Your beliefs inform everything that you do. And this is one of my favorite things to to share with you is that you will attack what does not satisfy you in order to avoid seeing that you created it. Let me say that again. You will attack what does not satisfy you in order to avoid seeing that you created it. Meaning that thought creates reality. We co-create. We co-create our lives with everybody else. You have to take responsibility in order for you to shift something and be free. Take the responsibility of, oh, wow, that was my thought. What part of it was mine? Don't put the blame on everybody else because nothing changes. If you blame everybody, you give your power away. So in order for things to change, first I must change. Therefore, look at everything that you attack. So if it doesn't satisfy you, we attack it to avoid seeing that there's we have some part in that somehow. What can we do differently? You can't change other people. We try, don't we? But the only person we really, really can change is ourselves and what we think, what we do and how we feel, and what we believe. So it's really important for us to have that self-love, and and self-love is a big deal, you know, is self-care. Put that mask on yourself first. And when we look into the mirror, I don't know if you know that Dr. Emoto's um, water experiments that he did, but basically if you look them up and Google them, it's a, these water experiments are it's fascinating. He took a drop of water and froze it and looked at it underneath a microscope, and he would yell at it and say, you suck, you're horrible, I hate you. And he would just be really mean and say terrible things to it, right? And he'd look under the microscope, and it was really disjointed and ugly, kind of like dark and very fragmented kind of crystal. And then he would thaw it, and then same drop of water, say, I love you. You're beautiful. I want you so much. You deserve it. You're worthy. You're perfect just the way you are. I mean, this is water, okay? And then he would freeze it and look at it again, and the absolute opposite would happen. The crystalline 
images were beautiful and symmetrical and crystal and white just by what was said out loud the vibration of the energy of that of that of those thoughts now if that's true that we're made up of water i know you know we are what do you say to yourself in the mirror every day i don't deserve to be loved or supported Or, you know, God forbid we look at the mirror and just, you know, just beat ourselves up. What's wrong with us? We look at everything wrong. How about we focus on everything that's going right? How about if what you focus on, remember what I say all the time, is what you focus on expands, it gets bigger. So how about it when we look in the mirror and we start our day with, you are worthy, I am worthy, even if we don't believe it, it's got to be better than, God, you suck. Oh, my God, look at all those lines on my face. I'm getting old. Or who could love me? Or why is my life like this? So that law of appreciation is really key. Appreciating yourself first. And what's that old adage, you can't love, have anybody love you unless you love yourself? I mean, it's all about what you're vibrating. And if you're vibrating love, then that's what you attract. If you're vibrating, find something that you appreciate about yourself. I do deserve. Find one thing. What are you worthy of deserving? Let's see. I'm worthy of a compliment. I'm worthy of being treated nice. I'm worthy of... Kind words. I'm worthy of having integrity. I'm worthy of being healthy. So you find something that you appreciate about yourself. Does somebody want to say something? Hello? Hello? Okay. So it sounded like somebody opened up a channel. So does anybody have a question or they want to share anything else that they wrote down or anything that I've been talking about? Hey. And all you have to do is hit star six. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey. This is, this is Rosemary um, in Orland and Winter Haven. And... You, um, I've been on your Wednesday call so many times, and I must say, you mentioned to me on a call, oh gosh, it might even have been a year ago now, about doing the I Am Worthy, mm-hmm. and when you first said it to me, I I really didn't think I could follow through because I felt so unworthy mm-hmm. through all the lies and the stories that my head has told me from my life. But I just plugged in, kept plugging in, kept plugging in, and working, working on um, rechanneling the my thoughts and transforming the negative to the positive no matter what anyone was saying and breaking through from 
high narcissistic people around me. And um, I have to tell you, because of what you started, I can now say, yes, I am worthy, and I am worthy of kind words, and I am worthy of, of respect. And I just want to say what you are saying, whoever's listening, you may think that's simple or it may not work, but it works. And we're just right on the money. So whatever you can do to keep plugging into what she is saying and, and practice it, your life will be transformed as well. So that's wow. what I wanted to say. Thank you, Rosemary. My goodness. Have you been to any of the workshops yet? No. <laughs> Just think. No. Just think. I mean, I love that. You're a walking testimony of, yes. and, and I would just reframe it. I'm playing, you know, instead of working it, because who wants to work, right? But playing with it, that's so awesome, and I love hearing that, and, and thank you, and I'm so happy that you're able to do that. And just think, listen, if you guys come to the essence of being, we're doing it all next year. We've got it three times next year, which is our big flagship three-day experience, but you don't have to wait till then. You can come up to Atlanta and do our Essence of Communication one day or our Essence of Leadership one day. We're doing it December 7th and 8th, back-to-back. So we've got a back-to-back one day coming up, uh, Essence of Communication and Essence of Leadership, December 7th and 8th. Would love to meet you and support you in that. And just imagine if you do Essence of Being or when you do Essence of Being and you plug into all of this experience on a on not on the phone and you're actually in front of uh, people doing this together and playing games and in these experiences, they deepen this knowing and this allowing so quickly. It's like um, it's a quickening, really. So I'm thrilled that it's working for you, and I really invite you and everybody on the call, if you haven't experienced anything that we've done, I mean, like I said, I've been doing this 37 years, and mm. uh, Essence of Being for 26 years, 27 now, starting next year, 27 years, and all of the Essence series that we do and this beautiful Conscious Leadership Academy that we just started this year, it has all of these online modules for you, and you get to see me live with the webinars once a month, and then you get to come play with us every quarter live, or you can live stream it. But if you go to essenceofbeing.com slash CLA, that tells you about our Conscious Leadership Academy, and you'll get to see the last few uh, uh, excuse me, workshops that are available this year. And I'll be going to Africa next year. You can come to Africa with me and do some uh, healing over there. Or I'm doing a spiritual retreat in Italy next year as well. But if you come uh, to any of our experiences, it's so deepening. And once you become an Essence of Being graduate, then you are able to come to that anywhere we teach it, anywhere in the world for free. So it's it's an experiential uh, deepening, I guess, of the spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical realm. So if you're getting that much out of just me yakking, just imagine, you know, I mean, I'm thrilled to hear that, Rosemary, and thank you. And those of you who are listening, please check it out, essenceofbeing.com slash CLA, which is our Conscious Leadership Academy, and it's a year-long membership academy that brings in money, relationships, leadership, communication, and success. And those are the modules that we that we work through throughout the year. Plus, you get 
so much support. Talk about I now allow others to love and support. Uh, we have leadership calls and you have webinars that you get live and the connections that you make throughout the world because there are leaders all around the world. We're building a global movement of conscious leaders empowering other people to create a win-win world. But it starts with you. So I really invite you and everybody on the call, please come play with us while we have it available and uh, we're going strong still after all this time and it just gets better and better. So thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. So if we go to Essence of Being through the Academy, we get to experience the spiritual retreat in Italy for free? If you the spiritual retreat in Italy is uh, something separate than what's in the academy, so just so you know, the Conscious Leadership Academy includes essence of being, essence of abundance, essence of leadership, essence of communication, and essence of relationships and essence of success. So you get you get a lot of workshops and play shops, but it's all it also there are modules online that you get every single week. You get a video or you get an audio or you get a play sheet and you stay connected to the community around the world, this global movement. And of course, when we go out of the country or we go to these other places, as a member, you get discounts. Uh, As a founding member, you will get some major perks uh, for playing with us. And then, yes, you get discounts to go on anything else that's not specifically included in the academy, just to answer your question. Great. Great. Yeah. So if you want anybody, you can email me, Burge, B-U-R-G-E, at essenceofbeing.com, or just go to essenceofbeing.com and check it out. There's a ton of stuff on there. There's free abundance course for you. You can go to essenceofbeing.com slash E-O-A, which stands for Essence of Abundance, and on that landing page, there's a free abundance course, or you get a lot of freebies from our academy. So, you know, check it out. And come play with this. These one days that we're doing, they're ninety-seven dollars. Hello, they're ninety-seven bucks for a whole day from nine to six. So I really invite all of you to come and play with us because it's uh, just kick off the end of your year with leadership and better communication so that you can get everything that you want in your life. And the essence of being will be again the three-day experiences will be next next year. Okay, so you can go on our schedule and you can see everything for next year. Awesome, thank you. You're welcome. Does anybody else have any questions or anything else that they'd like to share? Five, four, three, two, one. So, uh, just keep you know, and you hit to hit star six if you want to say anything, and I'll unmute us here in a minute. But the last thing I want to say is, um, really, the tool that really works best for me is when I look in that mirror and I say those things to myself that I am worthy, and I'm worthy and deserving of feeling good, of attracting love, attracting abundance of allowing support, and support can look so many different ways. But if I keep putting up my hand and saying, no, I want it, but not really. I want it, but I really don't deserve it. I want it, but I have to earn it. I want it, but I have to work for it. I want it, but it's got to be my way. I want it, but I really, really don't believe I'm worthy of it. 
it gets to be harder and harder, and a lot of people just settle and give up and say, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. It is what it is. And therefore, there's no desire left. So if you feel that you really want more of something in your life or you really want to be purposeful in your intentions and allow absolutely love and support, whatever that looks like for you in your life, then trust and allow and don't ask how. Get out of your head and allow it in your heart. And we have the ways to do it. We have the tools. We have the technology. So please join us. I'm going to unmute us here, okay? So I'll unmute everybody. Okay, we're all unmuted, everybody. It makes me think of one thing that I have to say. It works if you work. Well, you know what? Let me just say one thing about that. There's the unconscious unconscious competent. And what that means is there's so many levels of consciousness. So maybe we don't even have to work at it any longer. In other words, let's play at it. Let's stop working and let's play. So I like that better. Yeah. So what happens, there's so many levels, you guys, of this consciousness. You can start with the unconscious competent or excuse me, the unconscious incompetent means I don't know what I don't know. And then you you take a workshop, you read a book, you talk to people, you do a power call, whatever you do, and then all of a sudden you become conscious that you're incompetent. Then you know what you don't know, and you're like, oh, my God, I was under a rock the whole time. And you climb out from under the rock, and you look at the rock and say, there's a rock there. And I've been under that the whole time. I didn't know there was another way. So now you've raised your consciousness up. Then you go to the next level, which is your conscious competent. Now you know what you know. So you you read your books. You do your affirmations. You surround yourself with people of like mind. You read about a lot of things. You go to different experiences. You allow yourself to just um, look in the mirror a lot and say those things. And you know what you know now. And then... The other level, the next level is the unconscious competent, which means you don't have to work for it. You don't even have to think about it. It just, everything is in the flow, and everything works, and you're not even, there's no effort at all. You're just allowing it, and it just happens. It's just like the Red Sea parts, and you walk, and there it is, right? And so we bounce back and forth between all those different levels. The only one that we never go back to is the unconscious incompetent, because once you climb out from under the rock, you can always go back the way it was. You can always go back to going under the rock, but you're always going to know there's a rock there. So you can really, really never go back. But you can play with the different conscious levels, everybody. And my suggestion is don't beat yourself up. Don't feel guilty about if things aren't working and you're not in the flow. It's just what do you do? You get back up and you keep moving. As long as you're moving and you're adding value, you're making a difference in the world. So don't give up on yourself. If you make a mistake, that's great. You're learning. At least you're playing. At least you're in the game. Does that help? 
Yes. Awesome. Okay, everybody. So I hope you got something out of it. Please, um, I don't like saying goodbye, but we can say until next time and next in the December. Uh, I and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the U.S. And when I was in Malaysia teaching, I had burgers and fries for my Thanksgiving dinner. So <laughs> that's when I was eating meat. But anyway, um, okay. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And the next um, power hour we're going to have will be December 18th, which is the third Wednesday of every month, remember. And we're going to do dun da 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 dun 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 da We are family. How to communicate during the holidays. It's one of my favorite topics. I do that almost every December because of all the, we're around family and it brings up our crap quicker than anything, right? So how to communicate during the holidays. We are family. And how to allow yourself to be loved and supported even though it may not feel like it. <laughs> so until next time. Stay, stay 600 miles away from them. Say that again. <laughs> I found it helps to stay 600 miles away. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there's a phone. <laughs> you well, still, there's still a communication that could be had. And for for anybody that is an essence of being graduate, by the way, anybody that's already an essence of being graduate, you don't have to be a member of the academy, but we are, just I'm going to throw this out, we're having our gala December 14th, which is our formal, semi-formal gala that we're having in Midtown Atlanta that we're inviting all of our essence of being graduates to come to, even if you're not a member, okay? And if you're interested in coming and experiencing an incredible evening with us, please uh, just email me burge b-u-r-g-e at essenceofbeing.com and i can give you more information about it but it's all on our eob grad facebook group so you can go there and check it out too okay so i love talking with all of you tonight and just know that let's say it together i now allow others to love and support me i now allow others to love and support me support me perfect Perfect, perfect. Until next time, I will see. I'll hopefully I'll see you guys at the uh, one days in December seventh and eighth, or the gala. You'll see me. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a good evening. My pleasure. My purpose. My pleasure. (laughs) Bye, Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.